tucked away in Nairobi's industrial area is a workshop like no other. This workshop is home to Jijenge Makers, a social enterprise that turns plastic waste into building materials. Jijenge Makers was set up by Nzambi Mate. She's a mechanical engineer, a data analyst, a hardware designer, and an entrepreneur. Zambi was also the United Nations Environment Program's Young Champion of the Earth in 2020, and she has only just turned 30. Welcome back to Africa Science Focus. I'm Halima Athmani, and this week, our reporter Michael Kaloki has gained VIP access to Zambi's workshop. So I'm here on the streets of Nairobi, standing near one of the main streets. Just looking up and down this road, I can see warehouses, I can see some shops, I can see someone pulling a cart, and there's some plastic waste littering the street here. It is waste similar to this that Nzambi Mate, who I am walking with here at the moment, uses to make something quite interesting. Nzambi, you turn plastic waste into bricks. <laughs> yes, yes, I do that. Uh, my name is Nzambi, Nzambi Mate, and our first product line of pavers are made out of recycled plastic waste. So yes, I deal with waste. Could you explain what pavers are? Okay, so um, ideally speaking, pavers are those the stones that you see in driveways, in car parks, in footpaths. So what inspired you to make pavers, these bricks, from plastic waste so the thought process was well, there is this um, litter everywhere the plastic litter is not uh, a Kenya problem it's a worldwide problem and it's everywhere and so my, my thought process was what can we do as a material scientist what can I do to take the plastic waste and convert it into something that is practical and useful in my community and uh, the, the only practical and useful category I would think of is the basic needs, either the food, uh, shelter or clothing. So we settled for shelter and my goal was fine. Let me figure out a way to convert the plastic waste to impact the shelter, which is the affordable housing space. And that is how it started. You actually went out and, you know, did your own experiment of sorts to come up with what would build what you wanted to build. Yes, um, the challenge was at that point in time is we couldn't afford that which was in the market. And then the other thing is we, we didn't find exactly what we wanted. We found anything within the concrete industry or the plastic industry. Nothing in between plastic and concrete. And so we were like, okay, fine, we don't, we don't have it. That means we create it. Zambi was tired of watching as plastic piled up on her streets. Armed with her knowledge of material science, she decided to take action. In 2017, Nzambi set up a space to experiment in before winning a scholarship to a social entrepreneurship program at the University of Colorado Boulder in the United States, where she used the laboratories to perfect her plastic brick design. She returned home and set up the Jenga makers. Jenga is a Swahili word that means build. Zambi produced her first brick using machines that she designed and engineered herself. In the past three years, 
Zambia has recycled 20,000 kilograms of plastic waste. That's the weight of more than five female elephants. Zambia shows Michael how it's done. Now, as we're walking along, I have noticed a stack of plastic bottles. And I presume that is your workshop. Yes, yes, sir. <laughs> okay. Where do you get all these plastic bottles from? So we have what we call the post-industrial and post-consumer plastic waste. What you're seeing here is post-industrial. This is the plastic waste you get from factories after they have done their production. And then for the post-consumer is the plastic we get from mostly the dam site and the environment. And this one we collaborate with a lot of youth groups and waste pickers. And these are, well, maybe I think several kilos of sand here on a mat. Is this sand being going to be used in the construction of your bricks or is this for something else here is this someone from a different company no no this is uh, we're going to use it so we make uh, what you call polymer concrete and um, that's a mixture of plastic and an aggregate in this case the aggregate is sand so just to give you context when you're building using the normal portland cement you take sand you take ballast water cement in the different ratios and then you make what is known as concrete now, in this case, we replace the, uh, the sand, the ballast, and water with just sand. Because you need an aggregate which has a relatively fine granules and just enough spacing to have a plastic act as a binder. Kenya's National Environment Management Authority estimates that the capital, Nairobi, generates around 2.5 million kilos of solid waste a day, 20% of which is plastic. Zambia says Jijenga Makers is planning to increase their daily production of pavers. Um, right now we, we were doing anything between 1,000, now we're pushing it to 1,500. And by the end of maybe this first half of the year, we'll be, uh, we'd have doubled it based on the new production line that we're looking to put in place. What strategies do you think can be put in place to deal with plastic waste in the country? Um, the first one will be to change um, the approach when it comes to plastic waste uh, and to start with the basics of changing it from plastic waste, the word plastic waste, to actually resource um, and seeing waste as a resource. Um, in the context of um, there is a lot of material that can be recovered from this huge um, colandrum of a waste. Um, the second thing is to put in place measures and um, hopefully in collaboration with the government uh, they can put centers, for example, called uh, MRFs, that's Material Recovery Facilities. Because um, in the waste, mostly produced, it's about 60% organic, which can be used in the fertilizer and um, um, like uh, manure space. And then in the other materials, that's a glass, plastic, metal, ETC, that which can be used to be used. And then the third one is to properly dispose that which cannot be used. In our case for plastic, we get um, the plastic that can be recycled and that which cannot be recycled because the plastic, uh, um, the, the integrity of it is degraded. Is making bricks generally seen as a man's job in your community and the wider Kenyan community? Have you heard any such comments from people who may say, Nzambi, this is a man's job? Uh, yes, yes, it's um, it's a very labor-intensive job, so it only kind of favors the biological makeup of a man. But um, it reaches a point and you realize, well, it's a calling and it's a purpose. And whether you have the right genetic makeup or not, it, it just doesn't matter anymore. Um, and then the other thing is, um, my approach to this is 
I want to provide a solution that is practical and affordable, whether it is in the context of building, whether it is in the both interior and exterior, both vertical, now that's the actual building, and construction being generally a man-dominated um, industry or other sector, it has posed its challenges here and then. But uh, what's life without a few challenges? Jijenga bricks and pavers are certified by the Kenyan Bureau of Standards. They can cope with up to 350 degrees Celsius and they are stronger than concrete. Let's join Mike and Zambi back at the workshop. Mm, the first one is uh, the, there's a crash outside, so they, are not, they, they have not switched it on. What does the crusher do? So the crusher crashes into small pellets. So it like crushes the plastic? Yes, into small granules. So maybe I can show you, you get the context. Oh, out here there's a big stack of plastic bottles. So some come as bottles, others come as takeout, some kind of containers. So we have to reduce them into um, small granules so that they can mix with sand. Okay, that's the work of a crusher and there's a sack here. The crusher has crushed the plastic into these small granules here that I'm holding in my hand from the sack. And a mix of colors. So these are not only bottles. Yeah, so here we have uh, what is common here is the type of plastic. But what it was in terms of form does not matter. The construction industry often has a male face, but Nzambi hasn't let that stop her from pursuing her passion for finding a practical solution to the world's plastic waste problem. Okay, now we're going back into the workshop from the backyard. Kind of feels like I'm in a science fiction movie set uh, here. And there's one machine that's running at the moment so that's called an extruder. And as the name suggests, it extrudes things. And it's a, it's a very common technique in the plastic processing industry. It melts the plastic just enough to blend, make a blend with the sand to make what we call polymer concrete. Okay. So it comes out there in a mixed form. So it looks like uh, ugali. Ugali, that's like... Oatmeal. Ugali, let me just describe, is a, for lack of a better word, national dish here in Kenya. And it's similar to the Italian polenta. So, could we go over and see what it looks like when it comes out the other end? We'll find out what the final product looks like in just a moment. Kenya is one of Africa's leaders in the fight against plastic pollution. In 2017, the country banned single-use plastic bags and it was an early partner of the Clean Seas Initiative which aims to dramatically reduce marine litter. But it is the efforts of community leaders and innovators like Nzambi that give many people hope for a greener and more sustainable Africa. Do you feel what you're doing here has an impact on improving the environment here in the country? I choose to believe so. I just still believe, yes, it has an impact. Maybe I might not see the impact now in my lifetime. Maybe I might see it when I'm as old as my grandmother. Or maybe I'll never see like the bigger impact. But my hope and prayer is to create the first drop that hopefully will make a ripple effect to the next generation of the society. Because um, in a few years ago, like in the 50s, plastic was... Um, the cutting-edge technology because um, plastic as a material has impacted every sector. Let's head back to the workshop to see how the next batch of plastic bricks is going. Okay, so what's coming out of this extruder is something that I would say looks like, like putty or plasticine. Yes, plastic. Something similar to that. So she's taking the polymer concrete now and putting it... What would you describe this next machine where she's, where she's putting the mixture into? So that's called a hydraulic press. 
and as the name suggests, it just presses things. So you put a mold of any shape, and then it presses it to produce the shape you want. So right now we are making rectangular papers, so the mold there is rectangular papers. It presses them and bakes them? Yes. yes. Okay. So right now, I think it has pressed them. Yes. How long does it take for the papers to be ready now that the machine has pressed them? So it takes anything between three to five minutes, depending on how thick the brick is. The mold inside, there is um, water. So the water cools it because uh, when the, the mixture comes out, it comes out at 450 degrees centigrade. And I was almost going to reach out for it because it really reminds me of the plasticine I used to play with. It's good I didn't do that. They say safety first. So could we see a, an example of what a paper would look like once it's been pressed? So somebody's just handed me here um, a brick, a black brick. It's quite heavy, feels solid. Yes, so this is what we call the medium duty. So this one carries about five times the normal concrete in terms of compression strength, the weight. Looks like, um, as you're talking, looks like some pavers are ready coming out of the, the press. Uh, part of, if I can describe it as a motto, perhaps, for your bricks, you say is that you can drop them and they won't break. Can we test that? <laughs> yes. Okay. All right, here we go. One, two, three. And it didn't break. It didn't break at all. Not even a chip off this brick. Wow. I'm just going to do it once more because I. this is quite interesting. Okay, one, two, three. Nothing. We have to say goodbye to Mike Wanzambi as we've sadly run out of time on this week's show. But you can find out more about Zambi Mate and Jenge Makers at the SideFnet website. That's www.scidev.net. And you can subscribe and catch up on all Africa Science Focus episodes on your favorite podcast app. Today's program was produced by Harrison Lewis and edited by Fiona Broom with reporting from Michael Kaloki. Africa Science Focus is produced by SideFnet and distributed in association with your local radio station. I'm Halima Athmani. See you again next week. This program was funded by the Carnegie Corporation of New York.